I ain't gonna lie. I don't think Rick Hardy that hot though at all. Like as an artist, he kind of he kind of fizzled out. I don't really hear from him anymore. I mean, people dial it. His album that came out this past summer actually has a cult following, but I don't think it's that good. The last album I, I was listening to was um. With that, that, yeah, the album that had Magnol- Magnolia on it. Um, no, I don't remember the name. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't either. Woo, yeah, but I don't think, usually it, it was the whole me with him, Lil Uzi, when like, they on a song together, people thought it was hot. Mm-hmm. And that's when they, that died when Little Baby and Gunna came up. Yeah, that's true. It's just, just like a new wave of people. And I feel like Uzi and Cardi, they, they all kind of sound the same. Oh, Gunna under, underrated. Hello, I don't bro. think so. Come People on. on his head. I'm okay. Wait. People yeah. on his. Head. I wouldn't say underrated. Okay, underrated. Some people musically. say that he's overrated. No, I don't think musically he's underrated because he does the okay. way the things he does with his voice. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really need auto tune. Yeah, that's really what was tripping it. people up. He doesn't, but he the way he uses it and how he uses it, mm-hmm. it sounds so good that you don't give a no more. Right. So like he's one of those. He's like he kind of like T Pain in that sense. Mm-hmm. T Pain never needed auto tune. That's also glad when T Pain did that Tiny Desk performance. Like ah ha. We had to put respect on that. Yeah, hey, yeah. No respect. name was like she's like I was watching this and hoping that when I came on Tiny Desk I'll be half as good as T Pain was. What I mean, no T Pain is like a goat. Yeah, like, what, we he have to talk it. about how important he was mm-hmm. with the Jay Z tried to end this man's career. Yeah, and it didn't work. I bet he feels stupid now. Oh yeah, the Def Auto Tune track. I ain't gonna front, boy. I was riding with that. Auto-tune. <laughs> now, real, I can't get no more T Pain. I'm like, where T Pain? Like, yeah, we gotta get Pain. He's definitely a pioneer of hip hop in his own right. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, I'm gonna play this little simple track. You know, you know, I'm Masego. Love him. Oh, Love him. that's what you, my dog. Of man. Cool. I what? first heard Masego on Gold Link's album with la- th- that late night song. I'm gonna, we, we gonna do something a little different right here. <laughs> We're gonna have that smooth, sensual. Oh, y'all just Introduction. Be playing music like that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, girl, All we right. changed it up last time you was here. It's uh, the culture uh, report. Hey. hey. The culture. The culture. The culture. The culture report. Hey. The culture report. Hey. The culture report. Hey. As we go hit that, just listen. Mm. Woo. This is just so smooth, you know? What? Y'all telling me yeah. it's not fire? Cut up. Oh, yeah, this is um, the FKJ. FKJ, yeah. Rocky Sego put me into F- FKJ. They, they oh, murdered him. All this was performed by two people. <laughs> Literally all of it. <laughs> Masego's right now playing the saxophone. Mm-hmm. FK- you got the live version up when they was in the studio? Yeah. 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 That, it has 66 million views. Mm. His album, um, Lady Lady. Yeah. Fire. His album is crazy. His album went dumb. He's talented as shit. Yeah. Like And it's so effortless. Effortless. Like he never sounds out of place. No, like ever. Ever. Like it's just amazing how he does that. And especially for me, I'm a huge, like I'm a huge jazz fan. I'm a huge saxophone. It does like one of my favorite instruments. So for him to be a beast at it and really just every when he does it, it's like, dang, you make it look so easy. What? Well, you gonna let this back right? Right, let it ride, let it ride, let it ride. The culture report, the culture hey, report. You hey. listen right now to the culture report. My what? name is Steven Singh. You know I'm from Detroit. I'm lying for my name. <laughs> <laughs> it just rhymed. Right, it just right. Rhymed. It kind of went though. I can rap a little bit, y'all boy. I told you I'm a poet, so like, this is easy to me. But you know. <laughs> it's slight work. It's slight work. You know a little slight work right here. 305 stand up. Um, 
So, you know, my name is Stevenson Altidore. As I've already been told, you listen to the Culture Report. You like how I put that little soft voice right, in there? Right, right. Culture <laughs> Report. The Culture Report. <laughs> you got no, nah, you, you to do it like this. You got to be like... <clears throat> Like you listen to them late night R&B radio stations? I hate them. Oh my God. That's like Keith Sweat. I cannot stand listening. You're listening to Keith Sweat. Uh, like, no, first of all, when Keith Sweat, Tank, R. Kelly, when he was like approved by the black delegation. Yeah. When they came on, boy, I ain't want to be, I already knew what time it was. I'm about to have assembly. <laughs> <laughs> now, R. Kelly is a whole new story though. I didn't, after that, I'm about to have a little brother or sister. That's the type of music that they make, though. You know, and they don't even make R&B is not. The, I say this all the time. R&B stopped being the same when, you know, dudes stop crying in the rain. You well, know? It's coming back, though. Right. It's really coming. Oh, you don't believe so? You don't believe I so? Mean, I don't. I don't. I just think it's not the same. I'm not mm. saying the R&B has died or anything. I just mm. feel like it doesn't give me the same feeling as it once did, which is why I tend to gravitate towards the older R&B and like the classic R&B. And, you know, LMI or LMA, you know, she's doing her thing. I love her. Um, you know, Bryson Tiller, he needs to get back out there. And You know, I like, I love seeing the new era and the new wave and it's great. But for me personally, it just doesn't give me the same feeling. I understand that. But, you know, as we stated, this right? is the culture report. <laughs> With my lovely guest, she has made her second appearance. It's been a minute, man. Been a minute. I you know. already know who she is. I know. I've been busy. L'Oreal Walker, the oh. host of the Lowdown, the creator of the whole entire brand. Oh. Man, I feel like I'm throwing you roses right uh-uh. now. <laughs> Hold on, let me stop right quick. Showing you too much love. I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here though. We always have a great time. Um But it's lit. Yeah. But to know today we have a wonderful show for you guys. But before we um we get started, um I wanna give um I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I wanna say um rest in peace to my great grandmother. She um passed away last week. Um, you know, I haven't seen you in a while because I've been up here. It's been like three years since I last saw you, but when I was a kid, you know, we used to you used to tell me wild stories. Like they used to tell me you used to get down. I'm like, you know what, grandma, you need to chill. <laughs> you need to chill. Um, you know, you used to always make sure I was well fed, you know, gave me advice every time I seen you. It wasn't it I, it was more I wish it was I saw you more often, but those memories would always be by my side. Um I'm sorry I can't go to the funeral. The tickets cost too much, wilding for eight hundred dollars for just three days. Mm-hmm. But I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna make sure when you watch over me, I make you proud every single moment of my life. And you know, I love you. <sighs> that was hard. But let's get back to saying happy because she would not want me to be sad. Right. She would not want. She yeah. hated. But she used to throw like a freaking pots at me. And she, <laughs> oh, <laughs> if I did, that's a grandma for you. That's a grandma. That's a grandma for she, boy, if I would have done something wild, she'd be like right there. I'd be like, oh, right. You already you know what time it is. You know right. what time it is. Come yeah. here, uh-huh. Vinny La. I mean, sorry, I don't speak Creole. My bad. <laughs> what is that? What does that mean? Come here. How do you say it? Vinny La. Vinny La. No, Vinny. Vinny La. Vinny La. Vinny La. Yeah, see, Vinny La. Vinny La. Vinny La. see, I'm, well, I'm a, I'm a podcast host, a DJ, and I, and I teach people Creole, man. Right. Pay me, man. <laughs> Pay me my money. <laughs> we actually going to, let's continue this conversation with the um, R&B. Because Square said this last week. where he Woo, said, Shout out to my boy Square. Shout out to the boy Daniel, man. Also shout out to Raw Magazine. You know, check that out. Pre-order mm-hmm. it. Always got to give my boy the free plug. Right. Shameless plug. Shameless, Shameless plug. plug. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he said that UK artists now are making better music than the American R&B artists. Mm. And at first I disagree with him. 
when you go back and look at everybody. Because Ella May is, she's from the UK. Look, first off, her name here is Elementary. We don't, oh. we, don't, we, don't we don't do that right here. Oh, that's a new one on me. <laughs> wow. Why? Because I, I think she's basic. Oh, okay. We're going to get into it. We can get into it. We, uh, we can get into it right okay. now. Okay. I, call her, I, I don't see anything special about her. Mm. I, I just think she's a, a very attractive woman mm-hmm. with a very, very great singing voice. Okay. But her music, her personality is really bland. Mm. And the album, which I heard, which is a good album. Right. I'm not going to call it trash. And we're going to get into it that, though, because I think my favorite song on that album is Own It. And I'm going to tell you why. When I first heard mm. Own It, I was thinking, like, what, where have I heard this from? Drake. And I noticed that, yeah, but originally <laughs> she used a sample from an artist called, her name is Adina Howard. Ooh. And the song is called T-Shirt and Panties. And that was the sample that she used. And I'm like, do, 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 like, where have I heard this before? And that was what came to so I definitely mad respect for that. Um, but yeah, that's just Oh yeah. See, my favorite song, only because like it's it's like the modern day R and B trap song, mm-hmm. is Shot Clock. Okay. But a part of the reason why I like the song so much because she actually sampled on the interlude, um, Drake, Madonna. When I pull up in yeah, the city. Yeah, she yeah, a little flow or Yeah, she did the yeah, whole flow for yeah. like in the chorus. Mm-hmm. And I with it as mm-hmm. the whole beat you know she's just telling you know, shoot your shot right. you got 24 seconds right. <laughs> on the clock on the clock you 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 let the ball drop boy you right and that's it yeah, yeah. but like i don't i don't see anything i don't see the star quality around her mm. like people are saying she's like a savior factor yeah like people are saying she's a savior of r&b yeah that was kind of a reach yeah reach that's the Statue of Liberty type shit right there. You just praying for the heavens right now. Uh, the what? Yeah. She's just a good R and B artist in yeah. an R and B climate that's starting to become going back to his roots. Mm-hmm. Cause I also made this point last week. R and B and hip hop kind of got mixed together in the two thousands. Most definitely. Because of Ja Rule. Most definitely. Let's, let's be honest. Ja and you know what? Mariah Carey and Bone Thugs, you know, when you had those marriages from our yeah. people in R and B and hip hop and ja together. Rule, Let's come on. Let's name one hit. Yeah, yeah. Ja all his hits had a female singer on it. Very true. Especially Ashanti. I mean, well, yeah, that's the main Ashanti and Rue. That they still rocking to this day. Yeah. So like, once that happened, everybody started making. Hey, let's make this. Let's make this mm-hmm. hip hop song. Just add a singer on it, and it's R and B. Right. And it worked. It was on the charts. Mm-hmm. It was topping. It made money. The yeah. girls like it. Homies was in. And the it's ba- still working. It's still working. It's still but working now, to when I used to see that separation against going back to a more prominent neo soul sound. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to shout out to Erica Badu. Yeah. Shout out to Mary J. Blige. Yes. They, they one of Big the originators. Jill Scott. Like Jill, Jill Scott. Woo, we can't live out Jill Scott. Right. And they just start building this sound. And now these new artists are adding today's elements to mm-hmm. it, modern production, and now going back to that sound was more smooth, soothing, more sensual, mm-hmm. more endearing to the emotional side of things. Right. Oh, I love that. Good imagery. Good Im- what, girl? <laughs> I'm a writer. Oh, I ain't say that either. Man, I'm, I should be getting paid. Jack of all trades. What? That's what we in college for to learn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say R&B is in a, I won't call it a state of revival, mm-hmm. but I'll call it a state of a genre of music that's starting to become more of what it always was and that mm-hmm. what made people love it so much. I kind of feel like R&B artists are... And not that they weren't before, because, I I mean, obviously Mariah Carey is a huge pop star, but she's also, I think people tend to forget, 
Yeah, <laughs> but she's already planted. Her seeds are already sown, it, so it, it really is. don't even matter, I you know. know yeah, but know. she's definitely a huge pop star, but she's still an R&B artist, which I think people forget. And I think now R&B is becoming like that pop sound, and I think that people are trying to make it that pop sound. So I, I like disagree. people like Ella May. I think they're trying to craft and mold her to be like a pop star. I mean, they are because that's where the money at. But right. I would disagree about R&B becoming the, the pop songs. I think that mm. what hip hop is, mm. particularly the trap beats, all these trap, yeah. all these trap songs. No matter how many you switch it up, Take Keep gonna make the same beat every time. Same beat. The Metro Boomins, the, yeah. the Zaytoven. Usher made a damn trap R&B album. Why? Right. I don't know why. You know what though? I can see and people clown and that's. Why I feel like some artists, they're so scared or nervous sometimes to try something else out or try something different because people going to clown them. Well, yeah. Look. Tony Braxton was like, you know, I really want to do something with an orchestra. And, Go but, ahead. And she was like, but people love my classics. So no, first off, she's like a little I'll, scared. See, okay, we got to make this distinction right now. What would you consider someone who's trying to experiment a new sound or trying to strike something that's hot at the moment? Because mm. I thought what Usher did with this new album, A, was trying to strike at something that's hot at like the moment. Like trying to fit in. Yeah. yeah. He been trying to make a Young Thug album for three years. Mm-hmm. He should have just left it at that No Limit song. <laughs> that was good enough. That's good enough, That's Ush. all we need to hear. That's all that's we need good, to hear. Ush. My homeboy say this every, every time. He been trying to make a Young Thug album for three years. Wow. And I thought I was like, man, you clowning, first off. That's disrespectful. Yeah. Let me do, don't do an Usher <laughs> like that. And then I heard this album, and I heard the songs that came out <clears throat> periodically over the past three years. I'm like, man. He really is trying to become Young Thug. Mm-hmm. And you can't be Young Thug. Yeah. Because Young Thug is not the great um, attribute as an artist. It's not his great singing voice. He does not have a great singing voice mm-hmm. at all. What do you think his best attribute? Because, you know, people how really... how he uses his voice. Yeah. People forget the most basic instrument that we all know how to use and mm-hmm. have is our voice. Right. The way, the range he has on it, how he uses it, he changed the pitch, the tone, all of that. He... Have you noticed that every Young Thug project, it sound, there's something di- uniquely different about it? Well, he's talking about the same shit mm-hmm. every song. He has the same terrible ass lines yeah. in every song, but it never sounds like, oh, damn, I heard this before. See, and I can't even really have a, a full opinion on that because like, I've never been one to just bang out Thug all day or listen to Thug all day. I listen here and there just so I can kind of be in the know, but I've never been like just a huge Young Thug fan, but I do think that he's very talented. I think that the way that he captures his audience is what amazes me because everybody is on this man's coattail. He went on a tour with J. Cole. Right? (laughs) What do they have to talk about? (laughs) What do they have in common? Yeah. (laughs) But you never know. That's why you really can't judge people. I went to that show they had in Miami this past summer. Dang, how was that? Lit. First, that was my first ever time going to any concert or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, that's a great introduction to so, like, concert. I went to my, shout out to my mama. She bought me the ticket. And she, she knows J. Cole is my favorite artist. She mm-hmm. knows that. So it was Earth Game. If you know Earth Game, mm-hmm. they dope as shit. Mm-hmm. Jaden Smith. And Jaden Smith brought out his father, Will, to perform Oh, that remake. was great? Really? Yeah, he brought out <laughs> Will Smith to perform a, a remix of Icon, the Spanish version. <laughs> they, I like that, though. Yeah, it, they killed that. I like that. And then Young Thug came out. So the, the two prior shows, the opener, Earth Gainer did a great job. Mm-hmm. Not not a lot of people knew their songs, but they performed two new songs off the upcoming album. I like that they kind of did that. Like they showed love to yeah. you know. I like that's J Cole pretty art. Like he came out. He's no J Cole actually started off the show with um as Kill Edwards. You know that mm, yeah. Okay. So okay, he okay. sang that song um Tidal Wave just yeah. a little. They perform um 
couple songs from the album and a couple new songs they're working on. They got good reception. As more people came in, you start seeing the love they got. Right. Jaden came in and he came into like a half um filled filled um stadium. Now let me make this clear. I, I know mean, the energy arena. had to be crazy. Yeah. Miami, we late to everything. So like when I say half full, not because nobody showed up. It was full at the end. <laughs> it was full by the time Jaden by Will Smith before Will Smith came out. But Miami wait to anything. You tell us be there by 8.30, we there by 10.30. That's, that's how we why, That's <laughs> why you got to tell people, you know. If something, if something started at 4 o'clock, some people, you got to tell 3. You got to tell 2. 2.30. <laughs> be there at 2.30 p.m. Yeah. So, like, well, when I say half, half, it was half full, not because nobody showed up, it was sold out, but, like, mm-hmm. people are late. So when Jaden came out and Will Smith came out, it was already full. When Doug came out, he didn't even say a word yet. People are already screaming. Oh, my God. His shit was so fire. He was performing features, and he let the he let that feature verse mm-hmm, ride right out, and people were still singing along to it. And when he Dang. came in, everybody was going crazy. He did um ain't about if it ain't about the money with Ti. That used to be my song. That used to be my Literally, song. Like, a low key a mosh pit. I was saying in the nosebleeds because I ain't paying two hundred to sell in front. <laughs> right. A low key a mosh pit happened up Dang. there. We, Damn, they're falling off Speaking the top. Speaking of mosh pit and falling, why did DJ Khaled think he could do that? Look, why why DJ Khaled still yeah, been working out for like the past five years? I know that's years? just a side note, but I was just <laughs> I was just like flabbergasted. Why did DJ Khaled think that somebody could hold him up? Yeah, that's like he performed. He performed best friend. Oh, he performed the the hits. He performed all his hits. He performed all the hits that we um that we all know. And he performed picked up the phone. Oh, he performed picked up the phone. It got crazy. Everybody brought out their flashlights. People would just Dang, jump. So it was dark by the, it was dark by this time. Yeah. Okay. And that's when, you know, people, we just, it, just, it was just a great show. He brought yeah. the energy perfectly led up to J. Cole. Mm-hmm. So when I saw, watching Thugger performance, I, I haven't, I didn't, I didn't become a Thugger fan till Beautiful Thugger Girls. I think that was the album called Beautiful Thugger Girls. Okay. I, that was the country album he made. See, I'm still hung up on that. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> and let me tell you this straight up. If you know me, you know how much I despise country music. Yeah. I think it's the most depressing thing in the world. They should have said, they should have put a spin on it like country trap or something. It's not just straight up country. No, no, it was country trap. Yeah. But like, when I heard the country, what intrigued me was like, what does wild ass about to do with (laughs) it? Right, 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 right. (laughs) And that's what the first line he said, um, I knew this album was fire. When he said, I'm trying to put my inside of your panties. I'm like, yep. Oh my God. Yep. It's a hit. It's a hit. How did he classify this as country? This is ghetto. <laughs> he, that was a, a lot like Johnny Cash. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's the very first thing he said. I'm like, you know what? This is this the hit. I'm listening to you it. You know what? All that's next for him to do is pop up at the CMA Awards. What? You know? And, he, and just perform? He on. He Come on, on now. So like, he did that country album, the whole, I ain't like, not every song hit, mm-hmm. but it was a good body of work. I'm yeah. like, you know what? I can see why people liked him. Right. I can see why everybody's a fan. Mm-hmm. And I've been a fan ever since that album. I liked basically everything he's dropped since. Um, even Wyclef Jean. Wyclef Jean, that's what he's supposed to say. Oh, my God. Do you know I saw Wyclef at Sweetwater before? Okay, really? so for all my city people, you know, if you're from the Southfield area, Detroit area, um, really just Oakland County, you know Sweetwater and got the best wings, best fries. Um, so, yeah, I was at Sweetwater, and I saw Wyclef, but I didn't want to, like, intrude or, you know, because he was with his family. He was chilling, but I looked over, I'm like, dang, that kind of look like... And I didn't want to be, like, a pest. No, I ain't you know, But it was, it was cool. I was like, wow, you know, what you doing? I mean, yeah, man, I haven't seen Wyclef at all, and that's crazy because he's always in Miami and in Haiti, and I'm always there, too, and I've never seen this man. One day. One, one day, day, the one past day. I'm, I'm going to get an interview, though. That's cool. Right. That's cool. <laughs> right. Speak I've been dying to, to talk to you. What? But, yeah, so when he came out, when he dropped that album, I'm like, man, you know, he's actually pretty dope. Right. So 
the way he uses his voice is what makes him really good. Unlike Usher, we all know you can sing. Right. It's the same who made you all, you know. Wait, how did that song go? Hold with on my now. We're not going to do Usher Bowl. What you trying to do? No, no. Is that song with Alicia Keys, My Boo? How did it go again? Oh. There's always Ew, that, that one now. person that yeah, will yeah, always my, have my your boo. heart. And when we were, we're younger, younger. Come you on were. He, gave us, he gave us the, um, you got it bad. Oh, yeah. I was just, you got it, you got it bad. Come hey, on. When you wanna, mm. Yeah, that's a classic, classic. You remind me of someone. Yeah. Bad girl. Right, you make me want to lead a one away. Come on. You gave us all this, and you doing a terrible-ass Young Thug impression. And he had a song with Future. I played it on here. And Future... Sounded when Future Park came on, he did the same exact same chorus Usher did. It sounded ten times better. Really, ten times better. I mean, because that's his that's his lane, you know, and that's just in people get, learn to stay in your lane. You, so, you know. So, at what point would you consider someone who's striking on the hot striking on something that's hot at the moment? Right. Between actually trying to experiment. Right. Because I would say ASAP Rocky on his album Testing, which I didn't. It wasn't a bad you know, album. It was a very I average didn't hear album. Good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But he 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 experimented with a lot of sounds, a lot of elements. That's not a stature mm-hmm. in hip hop. Mostly EDM, some pop run, a lot of different music elements from right. other genres. Right. It didn't land, but I consider that experimental. Mm-hmm. Someone who's trying to create something Because you know that's not the sound that he's really established yeah. or that we know him for, but it's something yeah. new. It's something new. And we're not going to, we don't, like, ASAP Rocky said this, said this. <laughs> I'm actually going to play the clip. Because, like, ASAP Rocky Uh-oh. actually said this, and it was, it's, it's hella true. For the past three years, this has been my motto about when I'm trying something new. Well, I'm shooting my shot at the gym or with a girl. I'm trying to get a job. This is, this is in the framework. I, this is this all this is all here. This is all here. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to do. How you gonna knock somebody in the world but actually trying? Try. Since when has it been called not cool to try? Right. afraid to try it because I'm going to try it. Try it, yeah. If you don't try, you failed. If you don't try, you don't, how you know you're going to succeed if you don't try? Right. And why even think failure failure when you try? Mm -hmm. Come on now. You have to be, like, you have to be willing to take a risk and you have to, you can't be scared of you know, maybe it might not work. I might fall flat on my face, but so what? It's I cool. try to get I back try. up again yeah. and, you know, try and something else. That was this album testing. He tried something new. Mm-hmm. It didn't last. It don't mean he a that bad makes artist. It, right. It don't mean he whack. Right, right. Because no one knows he ain't whack. Mm-hmm. But, like, it just didn't work out. Right. But. On to the next. What Usher did. Oh, man, all these new. Man, all these kids love trap music. Let me make a trap album. This man had a song called Gift Shop. Did he? Gift shop. Wow, you know what? So we were talking about Neo Soul and just like the new era of R and B. Um, Miles. <laughs> What's up? What a fitting! Wow, that's wow, wow. This is perfect timing, Miles. Lord, I see what you've been doing for others, and I thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, we have you on the air. Um, you're currently on a podcast, so say hi to everybody. Stop playing with me. You're telling the truth. I mean, would we lie to you, bro? Yeah. We're, we're, no lie. <laughs> we official, baby. We made it. We made it. We have Miles like McGuire that. on the line, y'all. Wow. That's wild. Like that. 
I mean, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my thing right now, yo. Right. We are on Stevenson's podcast, The Culture Report. The Culture Report, you know. I know I had that reputation. That's what I'm talking about. I'm feeling big headed. Yeah, gotta bring me down right quick, man. Damn. But how you been? I'm good. I'm trying to stay above water, I guess. Uh, First off, I want to congratulate you for all the moves you're making, especially that new music music video you put out. Fire. Thank you so much. Fire. Thank you. So, but you're wow. a perfect person for this conversation because you are wow. an R&B artist. Right. I wanted to chime in. What's the conversation? <laughs> <laughs> so, we're having a conversation on, is R&B in a stage of revival to what it used to be or is going to head to somewhere completely different? Right. I'll be completely honest with you. I think it's headed somewhere completely different. Mm. I don't think to the point where I was like, oh, I believe R&B needs to be revived, but I don't think it's dead i just think transcended into something else what would that something else be i'm seeing it turn into something alternative we have a lot more alternative artists than we do classic neo soul which is really cool to me just because it's more it's just vast i feel like it's bigger than it ever was because we still have the option to do classic but it's still I just think it's modernized, if I'm being honest. That's true with people like Ella May. We were just talking about that in her. Elementary. Um, you know her name. Elementary. <laughs> the girl, NAO. I reference. Yeah, I just referenced the internet before mm. yeah. Ella May. The internet that is. That fits much better. Right. <laughs> I think that's a perfect. Brent Bias, for sure. Ooh. The internet. Daniel Caesar. That's Ooh. the modernized R&B that I think. Khaled. Because um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even I think Ella May is geared closer to pop, if anything. But, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, Daniel Caesar, SZA alternative, Frank alternative. Uh, it's just, it's dope to me. It's alternative because I'm hearing a lot of rapping in this alternative R&B sound as well. They're doing something that Drake didn't take care of a lot was like he's I'm rapping sure. but more in like a yeah. me- melodic mm-hmm. tone. Yeah, I agree. And that's what everybody does now. I definitely think he started the pace for a lot of sounds similar to that. Yeah, he, he popularized it. And I look at Little Baby and Gunna, who like who took it a step right. further and now especially now they're young thug children because they all divide Right. They, 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 <laughs> right. they said right. it. So like Young Thug took it to another level where like he he ranged it out even wider. The spectrum to now on what kind of song he does depend. He he gave it more versatility, more flexibility. Where a high pitched tone probably or low pitched tone, he mixed it up together. He right. does a lot of things with his voice that Drake never even did. Right, right. That's what makes right. him him. That's like that's his style though. You know that's what exactly. You know him for. Wait, so where do you guys think RV is going? Do you think it's revived? It needs to be revived? Do you think it's okay where it's at? It's open to no new doors? What do you think? Because I, I was saying that it's not in a revival state, but it's in a state where it's becoming something more modernized. Mm. Modernized because yeah. the listener is really fast-paced. Like, yeah, nobody wants to true. hear a five-minute song about how much you love your girl no more. <laughs> no. Sadly <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want to hear a two minute fifty five second song about your side chick, mm-hmm. <laughs> about some stuff that people can relate Just to. You know, I feel like R and B is definitely taking on more of a. I feel like R and B is headed towards this pop. 
you know, path. Like, they want to make these big stars out of R&B artists, but I also feel like you have this pocket of music where it's like, it's not the typical R&B. It's not the, and it's like the new R&B where maybe someone who didn't grow up on R&B, now they can, you know, relate to it. You know, people who, right, right, maybe people who don't, you know, didn't, weren't raised on the Mary J. Blige and the, you know. I would also say that R&B as a whole got darker because of the, the mm. song topics that we're talking about. Look, look at look at the weekend. We didn't mention the weekend. He he's he's a part of that. Right. Where like when he first came out, this man was literally talking about doing cocaine in mm. almost every song. It was sounding. Well, would beautiful. you not agree? Do you think the weekend <laughs> is a pop star? He's a pop star now. But he's but he's still in that alternative R and B bubble. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, look at the album he just dropped. Um, Welcome to Melikani. Mm-hmm. That was old. That was right. The, that was all weekend yeah, for yeah. sure. And he's still talking about doing cocaine. Like. <laughs> What'd you say, Miles? Someone introduced someone introduced this genre to me the other day that I'm not that familiar with, but I, it makes sense. I'll top. And I think the weekend alternative pop, I wouldn't even throw him in too much of a classic R and B sound mm-hmm. or alternative R and B. I think SZA and Frank have a really strong cap on that for some reason. Mm-hmm. I think it still holds a lot of it's still not too upbeat. It's not too fast. It still takes a little like the album Blonde, a lot of time to comprehend. I don't even think people still understand that album. Right, I don't. I still listen to it like I just heard it. You know, that's right. a good that's So a... I think that's old R&B. You, you couldn't sit and listen to the album in one day and die with it. Thank you, thank you. You listen to it all over. And there's no way you can listen to a 15, 20 song album and like it. Exactly. I felt different about Control the second week I heard it as opposed to the first the day, first, I thought right. the weekend was the best. But I heard the rest, and I'm like, "Wow, these are amazing." Yeah. And you made a great point about the blonde um, Frank Ocean album, Blonde, because to a lesser degree, actually, a, a different perspective, um, Solange album, Seat at the Table, Woo! is a is, yes. is a is, wow. it's a different ver. I would say a similar version to Blonde, where it has a story yeah. in it, and 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 she's just singing throughout yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Not a lot of people are going to sit down. <laughs> And listen to that and whole really, album, right? And digest it because Master so P was spitting jams. Because that's honestly, how do you guys feel about these rappers contributing to these R and B sounds? Because Tyler the Creator has been doing that a lot, a lot lately. Okay, with Flower, we have to break this um this, that that question up because are you talking about in general in hip hop? Because like in the nineties and the early two thousands, that was like pretty common where you have one twelve with a Biggie sure. song. It was. And, and then in the 2000s, like we mentioned earlier, Ja Rule, he, all his hits had to be with an R&B singer. Yeah, him and Ashanti and that's when like, <laughs> that's when like hip-hop and R&B kind of got married together where like mm-hmm. you couldn't tell which one was which. Right. And then now you yeah. have today, you, now you have a distinct between, okay, this is a rap song and this is an R&B song, but rappers are now, I feel like, a more flexible and jumping from one lane to the other and not making it all about, not making it sound like out of place. Because... Mm-hmm. Right. Honestly, the only artist who's out of place on on R and B fit on record is Kendrick. Mm. <laughs> Kendrick is always out of place on R and B for some reason. That the, the so? way he raps is so well, aggressive. What R and B record do you think? He, do you feel he was out of place on? Autumn Leaves with Chris Brown on the X album. On Chris Brown X oh, album. No, I gotta disagree. He murdered that shit. <laughs> I mean, okay, but, okay, okay. It was a good verse. Yes, it was a great verse. But that whole song leading up to where Chris Brown singing. I didn't. F- I felt like the way he rapped. Do you feel it, it was like it was place. like two separate sounds, yes. like kind of clashing instead of coming exactly. together? Okay. 
Because the verse was great. You look at the verse itself, it was great. Mm -hmm. But it it didn't match the style of the overall song. He has probably, for me, this is just me speaking, because I think he's probably top three teachers in in the game currently. Kendrick or Chris? That's just how I feel. Just to clarify, Kendrick or Chris? What's... You talking about Kendrick? Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick. And I say that for numerous reasons, but I also just say that because of his range. I've heard him be able to go from DNA to don't kill my vibe. Right. To, you know what I'm saying? There is aggressive, but it's also just he's not bending for people to understand his sound. It's <laughs> right. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And that's I appreciate that. Just the boldness behind right. getting on this very soft track is still holding Kendrick's own and right. that's a, I think I have to adjust for his sound I don't think we gotta he has to adjust for us which is why I, I like he, that he's saying so far he ain't shaking the exactly. moving look, you gotta shake him no man. he's not shaking cause we have to get used to his sound right and so it's just a. I think he murdered that I think a classic he sounds great on R&B sounds even what was Don't Kill My Vibe Right, I think that's a perfect, perfect example because he—it was just so smooth. I mean, he sounded great on that. "Doves in the Wind." Thank you. that that collaboration yeah. is crazy. So that, that was a really good collab. So I was gonna oh, say, sure. with, let's compare Kendrick to J Cole because I feel like, especially we heard J Cole's doing a lot of features now, which is rare. Um, that one record he yeah. had with um Black Slack. <laughs> I call him Six. I low key call him Six Slack the other day. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Like that. Yeah, yeah, but he did really well on that. Yeah, I love that song. J Cole had a phenomenal verse, but he, the way he rapped it, the way he delivered it, the whole entire package, how he performed it, it did, it didn't feel like a drawing, a drawing, um, shake up from the whole makeup of the song. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like he belonged there. And with Kendrick on Autumn Leaves particularly... So you feel like Cole kind of more so adjusted his style to make sure that it fit in with yeah, the feel of the song. there wasn't that style clash. Because, okay. like, yeah, I love... Don't get me wrong, I love Kendrick versus Autumn Leaves. Right. But it went from Chris Brown singing with the very soft and central instrumental to this man just... <laughs> 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 I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I but love you know, the that verse. just go that to me that kind of just jumps back to perspective and how people interpret yeah. different things. You know what I'm saying? Because one person could listen to that and feel the way that you do, and somebody else could listen to it and feel the way that Miles does. Like, whoa, you know, I thought this was, you know, the marriage was tight. And, and what makes it beautiful is we both can be right. Right, right, right. Just, Don't you love music? It, Don't you love hip hop and just what? the unity that it brings? <sighs> so like, I always felt like J Cole was an always a better feature artist on R and B records. Because he he seems to adjust his style to make so so the song won't sound completely different when he actually starts yeah. rapping. Okay. Power Trip is amazing. Woo! Actually, it's his song though. You know, originally, but it's still he still collabed with someone else. Do though, you know, originally like, he did not want to collab with Miguel. Really? What did Jay Z literally said to get Miguel on the song right now? Wow! Because <laughs> he actually the, the original version was just him singing the chorus by itself. And Cole, yeah, he, Cole. I, I know he be trying, but, but he, he can't the, sing. You know what? Cole's like Biz Marquee in the sense that he he's he's not the greatest singer, but it still sounds good. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what that's like. It's like, <laughs> yo, this is why are you trying to hit that high note, but you, you still like, rocking with it, though. right, 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 right. <laughs> so, it's that rhythm, yeah. And that's Cole. Friends, look at remember when he performed Friends on the BET Awards. Daniel Caesar killed that chorus. Daniel, see, he sounds the same way on a record as he does live, and that's what I really like. This man, his voice talented. is just so heavenly. 
And then we was having a discussion whether you UK artists, we was going to get into this before you magically call. call. Thank yeah, you. Miles, you yeah, I've seen what you do for heavens. others. Man. You're talking about I've seen what you do for others. <laughs> I see what you... Wait, what happened? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're just really happy that you called. Um, It wouldn't be right. If we didn't let the people know, you know, so for those who don't know who Miles is, um, just, you know, get the people a few words, who you are, what you do, where we can find your music, all that good stuff. Oh, sweet. My name is Miles. I'm an alternative R&B artist. I also just am getting more comfortable with doing any sound that I'm gravitated towards. All my songs are on Apple Music, Tidal, and Spotify, Color the Mixtape, Juice the Mixtape, and my new single, MPH. Y'all go stream that, go share that with your mama, her kids, their hey. cousins, whatever. Get ratchet in the car ride. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay, well, thank you so much, Miles, for calling them. I'll call you back. No, hold on, wait. wait, wait, wait oh, wait, before you go, hold on. Where? So how do they find you? Just search up Miles or, or, or what? So you can search up Miles Color, Miles Juice, or Miles MPH, and all the tracks are just. And then how do you spell Miles? Because you know people be spelling my, uh, funky. And M Y L E S. I'm not a unit of science. It's not M I L E S. It's M Y L E S. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so right, much, thank man. Thank you for having me. See Miles. Love you. Bye. Love y'all. Love you too. Man. Okay. Bye. Woo! Like I said, I man, you won't get that nowhere else. God. Right. <laughs> I seen what you did for others. Yeah, this is my Keep buddy. Keep doing that for me. This is my brother. Now, but, we can say that UK and um, um the UK versus American R&B singers debate later for the end of the year special. Ooh. <laughs> I want to know for that. We want to do an album review too. Oh, we got to do an album review for Ooh, that. Ooh, they don't want to hear what we got to say. <laughs> nah, it's going to be we won't be rough. But I right. did, I did I did give you guys a little teaser of what I would talk about this episode about Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. How, first, how do you feel about Tory Lanez? Um, I, you know what? Here's the thing. I have loved Tory since his mixtape days. I'm a huge fan of all the chicks tapes. You know, this man got 20 um, mixtapes. <laughs> I think that he's an amazing. I think that he's an amazing creative. I like the, I like the way that his mind works, and I also love um, his versatility because what a lot of people may not know is that. Tory can spit. Tory can spit his behind off. Like if you go on, um, if you look at his sway freestyles, you know what oh. I mean. And Five Fingers of Death, or even when he's on, you know, Hot ninety seven, and he's doing it for Funk Flex. He, I mean, the boy can spit can without, rap. you know what I'm saying. So he can actually rap. Yeah, he can actually rap. And what I also love about him is that he's so creative, and he does these like when he um chopped up, you know, the Proud Family song or when he did the Ignition sample and remix that. I just like the way that his mind works. And I think that, um, you know, he definitely has room to kind of be, you know, a little, a little cocky. But and I, I think that he he, mainta- he maintains himself really well. Even when he was going through all that stuff with Drake, you know, everybody was like, uh. But he's he's his own artist and he's a great artist in his own right. So yeah. I love Tori. Um, I'm still trying to get through his latest Latest two albums. Y'all love to drop music, you know, back to back. So oh, yeah. it's hard for so, me man, to keep up. We're going to talk about this afterwards. But <laughs> perfectly said everything I was going to say. Mm. I absolutely love Tory Lane's music. Yeah. I it too. is phenomenal. I've known this man since he did a song with Bun B. I knew, I knew Tory since he did a song with Bun B called Stepped yes. On You. Literally, this came out almost eight years ago. I was. I just started you high school. No business. <laughs> no business. I, I was just about to graduate to start high school when this song came out. And you know this song old. Oh, listen to the instrumental. I was just about to say, <laughs> just by the instruments that they using. This is ghetto. This is. 
love his voice though. It's so good. It's so good. You know, Bumby sample um a Jodeci song. It's called but it's Bumby. It's called like everything. He sampled the mess out of that song. Word. Yeah, he had all of the um he had everybody from the south on the track. It's mm. dope song. So yeah, like I love Eight Ball, MKG, all those. A lot of people don't know about Eight Ball, MKG. They really don't. You know, I feel like that's something my dad would know about. But let me let me just fast forward to um Tory part. Girl, I must have slept on you. I feel like early days Tory Lanez low key sound like he should have been in B two K or something. <laughs> <laughs> but you. But you it's, just, it. it's just that it's that feeling, you know. You can't help but like do, you know, when you do that stink when you bob yeah. your head. You Come know? on, your song sounds so 2011, 2012. Yeah, but you hear the foundation. You mm-hmm. hear, there hasn't been a lot of changes mm-hmm. in how he sings. It's very true. You could definitely he sings it. better now, but you saw it right there. You get to see the growth, you know. And then he, I'm gonna play a song for his later. This song, this is when I first heard from him. It's called "Why Don't You Love Me," the very first song on um the album "Love Me Now." You gonna hear, you gonna hear a difference. You gonna hear more polished. You gonna hear more polished, confident rapper. But you also gonna see that what you just heard, he did not stray far from at all. He he's always had that talent, always, always. More modern day sample. More modernized productions. More pleasing to the ear. What did he sample? I'll give you that in a minute. I don't, I don't know from the top of my head. Well, FC6. The beat already drawing you in. Hey. Hey. You did me wrong. So like, I can't even call you my ex. I really wish y'all could be in here so y'all could see our heads moving what? like this. <laughs> That's what He's rapping right now. He's rapping. Then he gonna start singing. Is that a lighter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he went from rapping to singing, and he gonna go, go back to rapping again. Mm-hmm. Did you... You heard the same thing you just heard similarly, the same voice, same style of singing. Much Very more soft, polished. Much more polished. You know? This is the man that people felt like Drake was threatened by. Mm-hmm. You see the talent. Like, I can let the track continue. He's rapping on here. Go right back to singing. You still love me. Why don't you love me? Yeah. Come on. Run on my wrist, going on my neck. I got the flex, shit on my ex. You know the Mitch, you did me wrong. Feel mm. like I can't even call mm. you my ex. Come on. Dang, he hurt though. <laughs> Y'all really listen to him. <laughs> and you know what's so funny about this album? He's he's he sounds like he's hurt, but what inspired this album was he almost died in a plane crash going to Summer Jam this past summer. Yeah, talk about that, because I didn't even know that. In an interview with The Breakfast Club, he actually posted on IG, on his IG story. Mm-hmm. But on a, he explained it more in The in the Breakfast Club, where he was 38 or 39,000 feet above the air, above ground, sorry. And then out of nowhere, the plane started nosediving. Okay. It went from 39,000 feet mm-hmm. to 13,000 feet in one minute. What? If it did not stop at the, if it didn't stop nose diving when it did, right? You would never got this album. Wow. He that made this album to show after you that. Life can really be gone like that. 
this album's not even about a girl. Mm-hmm. This album's about fame. Why don't Why don't you love me now? Mm-hmm. Fame itself, the fans, the artists. Why won't you that's love still me? That's hurt though. That's that. That's that hurt though. But this whole song, this whole album, is happy. I can play. I can play you another song. You saw the um the one with Meek, with Meek Mill on it. Shout out to Meek, man. They don't miss. They don't. They don't miss. Let, Letty was fired. Lord knows off of Meek's album from um what was that? Dreams are worth more than money. Yeah. Do you know that was actually Tory Tory Lane's um song at first? first song at first because he put on his new Toronto mixtape. I'm kind of glad it wasn't because I like the way that it was kind of remixed and yeah, you know, I, I like that rendition. I like that. But originally it was, it was supposed to be for Tory Lane's. Look, look, you listen to production. What's that under? What's playing under? What is that? It's like a piano or something. I want to say a piano. Keyboard. Yeah, that's that's been synthesized. It just goes to yeah. It just goes to show you just the intricate details that they you know. Stacks on, big drip on me. Uh -uh. (laughs) I'm just the homie. Come on. That's when I'm I'm playing the chorus. I'm playing the chorus. He literally singing his ad libs. Come on, <laughs> he's singing Come on. his ad libs. And like, did this man sound like he went through a near near death experience? Not at all. This album was made in Miami. Go ahead, go, go ahead and put on for y'all. Come on, go Come ahead, on. three oh, Mister three oh five. There's are several lines in this album where he's talking about places in Miami and roads in Miami that if you don't go to Miami often you wouldn't know or you don't you're not from there you wouldn't even know wow. who, what wow. do people know Miami who the f- who the f- Brickle I don't <laughs> Brickle's the spot to go to when you try to get something to eat wow. there's a mall there like, okay so on. what is that it's just basically like another section like you oh. know you know like you know like in Detroit you have like places in Detroit right right that I know you have like Farmington or places like that mm-hmm. I said I probably said that city all wrong okay. I said Farmington no farm, you know Farmington farm, okay, yeah, yeah. it's around the city of, this, of yeah, Detroit I think you have like De- Dearborn or something like that Far- Dearborn Farmington Wall Lake West Bloomfield Nova yeah, you know, Canton they, you can still consider my Detroit right but right it has its own unique parts about it Brickle is just something like that as well okay like downtown Miami you have Hialeah which is like a lot of history. I know uh, okay. Yeah, a lot of Hispanics live there. That's a whole. Yeah. That's a big um, Hispanic Hispanic community. You have Little Haiti. You have North Miami. You have Doral. Like, you have a lot of places in wow. there, and it's just Sounds like, like a lot of culture too. Oh, yeah, oh Miami's like. Okay, do you know sixty seven percent of the population in Miami are Hispanic? Yeah, yeah, I knew that. White people are the minority, right? So imagine my shock when I came here. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's as much. Not white- used to seeing. There's only colorless. There's about thirteen percent each of black and white people in Miami. Oh, so you see, as just it's actually a little bit more. I think it's thirteen point two percent for white people and thirteen point one. But like you see, just as much Seriously? black people as you see white people in Miami. Wow, that is the that's a different world. Yeah, and that's not even counting other other countries. Haitian, because mm-hmm. I'm Haitian, so like just like right. around I think eight percent. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. You have Africans. You have people from the Caribbean, Central. So, Amer- like being from Miami, did you hear anything like in like in his album other than was it just like the street names that stood out to you? Like, oh, okay, yeah, dude, no, dude, no, talking about you yeah, know Miami. There really isn't a sound because, like, honestly, the Miami sound is I won't say it's popularized. It's really underground. It's more so of mm-hmm. I don't even know how to explain it. I, 
I know when you hear it. I know when I hear it. I know what it is. Right. So like, do you remember that song DJ, DJ Khaled and Drake to the max? Woo! <laughs> get him right. Get him right. That's actually <laughs> a sample from a very popular dance song in Miami. Really? Very I believe popular. it. I yeah. believe it. Wow. So it's, it's that juke sound. Yeah. Juke. And we okay. not the one is from Chicago. <laughs> Don't get. I, I hate when I say that. And then, and. and Chicago be like, hey yo, that's ain't it. No, because this ain't about you, bro. Juking too. There's a whole dance you're supposed to do it to it. Oh really? The whole, I can't dance, but don't. Oh, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm a YouTuber. I gotta but use it. There's a whole juke dance that we do. So it's yeah, bouncy, it fast is. pace. It is. I don't keep it light and black. Only say I love you just so I can hear it back sometimes. Hey. And people did not like this song because what? I love it. Really? No, no, a lot of people didn't like this song because that <laughs> one the sound is is not really that pleasing to the ear once you really compare it to the, all the other songs. Oh man, that's like garbage. It. It's garbage. I, yeah. I get it, but it's more of a regional thing because like okay, if you're I from South this Florida this or Florida in general, you automatically love this song. Mm-hmm. If you're from Baltimore, what you used to. yeah, because y'all know Baltimore, they have like there's some hoes in this house and how that that mash up. They like they, they we have a, a, a Jersey. I know Jersey has a, his own genre similar to this, mm-hmm. so they love this fast, fast paced, bouncy music. Right, it's it like. It's just energetic. It's so fast paced yeah. that you just want to dance to it. Right. It doesn't matter how you dance to it because you're always on beat because how fast it's going. Right. It's kind of like, kind of, sort of, not really. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of similarities and also a lot of differences between this, but like Gold Link's music. Gold Link talked about how he came from like house music and you know, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Kind of like that same high energy type of sound. Because like if I play a, a popular song that was in my, when I was in middle school, um, it's called Wham. So look. It's a bad. It's a bad it's name. It's got to be a Miami thing because I definitely. It's by DJ Rhymer and Lunch Money. <laughs> Lunch Money. Wham, wham, wham. This is ghetto. <laughs> hey. <laughs> now wham that thing. Wham that thing. Wham oh, that thing. Hold on. This is like something people would mix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wham that thing to the floor, to the floor. This wham is definitely that. Wham that thing to the floor, to the floor. Wham that thing to the floor, to the floor. Hey, wham that thing to the floor, to the floor. Hey. Where, where, where? Hey. What was it? What was it like? Like, were you actually at this point where you were listening to this song? Were you in the club? Or were you no. at a little party? You was just, just at home? Honestly, oh, no. when this song came out, or when these all songs all happened, when I finally got into like interesting in, in like the music scene over right. here. I was in middle school and we had middle school dances. And I went to a, yeah, I went yeah. to an all black school, mm-hmm. so it wasn't no right. everybody at the wall type <laughs> shit. You had. Yeah, we in there. We in there. Miami's known as the twerk. Like, we gave y'all Uncle Luke. We Mm -hmm. gave y'all two live crew. Yeah. We gave y'all booty shaking You ain't never gonna let nobody forget that Uncle Luke. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not. Come on. When I hear Captain, come on. Captain, come on. Come on now. Right. Come on now. Come on now. When I hear y'all say, "Mm, so horny. I know where that came from. (laughs) Y'all. I'm gonna be y'all now. Y'all, y'all. Come on. All right, ninety nine percent of y'all. Let me let me be nice. Come on. <laughs> oh. So like, it, so back back to Tori album. There wasn't those. There, I think there wasn't a lot of elements of Miami sound in there. But in the interview, he said, "When I'm in Miami, it's always happy." Mm. And for an album that was deprived from an almost traumatic event, mm-hmm. 
and sound so happy. Right. But the underlying message is love me now. Mm-hmm. Love me now while I'm here. Right. And why don't or, or if not, why don't you love me now? Mm-hmm. Why don't you show me love that why I can get it right here? That's right. why he worked with so many artists. If you notice, Tori doesn't do have a lot of features on his previous two albums. Mm-mm. This album, almost every song has somebody. Yeah, that's what kind of shocked me when I was looking at the track list. I was, like, I was surprised that he was working with so many Nav, people. Nav, Trippy Red, Meek Mill, Rich the Kid. Um, and it's a lot of versatility with with the artists that he works with. Because to go from, you know, Trippy to yeah, Meek, dog. I'm just like, wow. Before this, he was supposed to make a, a Spanish, he was going to make a yeah, Spanish album. I, yeah, I remember he was um, talking about that with Ebro. And so, but I think that he said he didn't want it to be too much music. So he said that he didn't put them out. You know, that, at the as, same time. That like and also, once the event, you know, the airplane thing happened, he mm-hmm. changed his whole course and started making this album. Right. And then Naturally. This song came out, Pa Me. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what the f*** saying in the first two verses. <laughs> I haven't heard it. I'm still trying to catch up, so. he It's, it's fire. He has a Zuna on it, who's a, who's, a, who's a Latin trap rapper. Really good, too. Okay. Don't know what he's saying. But so he's speaking Spanish. He's listen how fluent it sounds. And now Drake wanna Lord. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. Let me tell you why the lyrics don't matter. You know why? Because in this day and age, as long as it sounds good, what? we're dancing to it. I don't know what the but it, I don't know what he's saying, but it sounds good. Hey, <laughs> That's what people hey, think. Hey, yeah, it's kind of like that Despacito song. People what? love it because you can move to it. Look how. He just is, he sounds so fluent. Like he speaks it. He like he knows the language. Dang, did he get a vocal coach? What's going on? Translator? I don't know what he did. This is a this is a whole different sound. Whole di- whole different language. And you know, it makes you feel like you're on an island somewhere. You know, he definitely gives you that feel. Exactly. And then this this is from the album he released earlier with Fifty Cent called Pieces. I love um, Fifty. Memories don't die. He dropped that album early this year. Mm-hmm. He dropped two albums. Both of them are good. They're both in my top 10. This album, I mean, this song right here, everybody knows this sample. First off, shout out to 50, boy. You know he making a, pre, a, a prequel? Yeah, um, the power, power about, yeah. Can't he wait. Just not going to let Kanan die. You know, I lo- you know, I love our people. I'm going to tell you why. Black people always going to find a new way to make some money, money. or to make something shake, you look, know? Low key, I've always been saying this, dog. But like, we hustlers. Oh, to the core. You know, we're, what it is is we're resilient. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, you thought I couldn't do that? <laughs> I'm going to come back with something else. Oh, you, oh I'm going to. Oh, I can't do that? Okay, I'm going to. Oh, damn. It's fine. That's it's fine. wild. Don't worry I, only, about it. I, only got, I only got toilet papers at my crib. Let me flip that. Right. <laughs> Let me flip that. <laughs> hey, come on. Yeah, some hustlers. We Definitely. Hustlers. It's in our blood. And this is a track where he's, he's rapping. It's not, the only thing that he does is the chorus. Mm-hmm. Besides that, he's rapping. Get the strap. He's using that um I uh, ew, that Juice World uh the, yeah, the, the original song is um what's that song called Lucid Dreams yeah mm-hmm. it's a really popular song but once we find out we gonna that be song but people don't realize it's set shout out to you know what the first time I heard that Juice World song I was cause like that's not the typical music that I listen to first time I heard it I had no idea who this kid was this was my first time hearing Juice World and it's a super sad song so shout out to my boy my brother Theron Logan for putting me hip to that song cause I was in the car like Theron what in the world she's like just listen just listen so yeah super sad song um dude was really crying out for help <laughs> But you know it go, yeah. and I think the beat really does a lot for the it. The sample is actually from Sting, "Shape of My Heart." 
it's another song that Sting has. Sting is so great, bro. Oh my gosh, Sting got another song with like Robert Glasper or something. I know, hey, hey, huge look. side note, look, but yeah, Sting is great. Sting is look, great. I mean, we can get into it, but not yeah. <laughs> Sting is great. So like, it samples Sting's "Shape of." I just said it. "Shape of My Heart." Also, I, I want to know he painted the, the instrumental. The part of the reason why it's so long is it's trying <clears throat> to set that mood, that very mm-hmm. somber mood for the for the actual song right, itself. Right. Now, the song is actually two different perspectives. One, the first verse is about him mm-hmm. talking to this girl, and and he's trying to say like, "Yo, I mean, I have a plan to make some money, but she's not really listening because mm-hmm. she's she's retelling what happened when she was a child about her stepfather abuse, or stepfather or her father, um, sexually assaulting her, and then at the end, he she shoot him, mm. so she kills the guy. So in the second verse, he now he's portrays himself as the son who's fatherless, mm-hmm. and he's trying to find a killer. And he finds out the killer was this girl that he knew this whole time, oh, the auntie. I think this is a lifetime movie. The auntie. What? The, it was. It ended up the girl who killed him was his auntie. Wow. And his mom, who's now suddenly a crack lady, uh, this part of the thing I didn't like. He didn't really <laughs> explain what happened to the mama like that. Mm-hmm. But the mom, just around nowhere, she's homeless and she's like just around the hood. She's like, "Yo, let me tell right. you, what actually happened to your to your father." Right, right. And he and the son actually ends up killing his mom. Okay. For telling the story, like that's when you like, and you seem like he's about to go get him, right? And then the song relapsed back to fifties part that you heard in the beginning to make it seem like that's where it all started. Okay. Okay. So how many times did you listen to the song to get all the, to get the full scope of the story? Multiple times. Okay. Yeah, multiple right. times. She kind of just bring me out. Why does it giving me like runaway love feels? Dude. Hey, I don't know, like, I'm gonna stop. That song was the saddest shit I heard. It was, I swear to God. I swear on everything I low love. Key, I had a nice home, but low key, I wanted to run. I'm packing my bags. I'm like, hey, I'm running away tonight. Boy, I'm packing my Yu Gi Oh cards. I'm out this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to be here with y'all no more. <laughs> okay, I just caught that. Got some sleep on the sofa and I'm fine with my new persona. Okay, so he goes through this and then 50 comes in and does what? What's... No, no, just to the, fir- just to the first, very first verse. So, like, now he's he's betraying that night. She, she, the girl's telling him exactly what happened mm-hmm. and how the household was like when the mom met this guy. Right, I got that who, part. Who, so, now, he, she, she just saying in the mood, you know, he used to put my mom on drugs. You know, he used to sneak in my room. He used to touch me, all that, all st- stuff like that. Right, right. And then the part where, when you get, I, 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 I'm going to go ahead, ahead of it. I'm just part, just the part where, he, where she shoots him. Okay. Okay, I was just wondering when 50 came in. Yeah, 50 gonna come at the end. Not this verse, though. Now, you see, she shot him six times. Right, right. And also, if you notice, he went back to the ver- to the, to the part, this is why I don't is in the first place why I'm here. Mm. Again, as he mentioned, he Before. she got the gun from a whole bunch of and she's about to go kill him. Who, so like he kept going back to that. That's the type of writing you don't see people who are actual writers mm-hmm. and rappers do this. You don't. And he's an R and B singer mostly. I mean, well, hell, to be a, a great R and B singer, you have to be a, a great songwriter. Writer. Yeah. So 
And but but rapping, we all know rapping, writing a, a verse for a rap verse is completely different from writing an R and B song. I feel like I agree with you, but then I feel like I will also have to disagree because I feel like a lot they they go hand in hand. Like to be an amazing lyricist in rap, I mean, how do you think that Nas sits down? I feel like the way that maybe Nas goes about writing his verses, you would find that maybe similar to you know the way that uh, uh I don't know who's uh, Mary J. Well, you know, sit down and write her her verses. Well, so it just depends. It's like the content is different. We also can't forget though that R and B, in a sense, a lot of our favorite singers don't write their own songs. They don't. They don't. And hip hop has always been the thing. Where if you don't write your own songs, you out of here. That's until, where, yeah, that's where it differs. Drake came. That's where it differs though. But like in hip hop, it's it's more. It says much more for you to be like, okay, yeah, I write my own yeah. verses. But if you're an R B, no one's you know down Beyonce's neck for not. Writing all of her music yeah, exactly. because it's it's a it's the content is but different. also because the reason, and the league is different exactly and part of the reason why I would disagree with that point you made because in 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 the rap lyrics it's much more elongated you everything has to tie in together with an R and B song you can be much more abstract you don't have to tie everything together until like the very end of the song mm-hmm. on the chorus on the end of the verse in hip hop you can but. Because you're saying like multiple syllables at a time, multiple words, and you tie one ideal to the other to make create a metaphor. You don't have to do that in an R&B song mm. for every line or every couple six to eight bars. You can just say one thing that means completely different for the. Or we can make one verse about the same metaphor the whole time, mm. and you don't even have to tell us. You just end it with the chorus, and it's us for us to figure it out. You can do that more often in an R&B song because it's much more limited what you can say, what you should say. I mean. I see what you're saying, but I feel like nowadays, especially with this new rap, that's a very. This, what are they and, talking about? How are they tying? What's being tied together? I don't I'm understand such the message. A f- hope. Yeah. This definitely proves that you might have graduated to a Tory Lane stand because you're really going through this song. No, okay, yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. A stand is someone who... He talking about some, no, y'all need to hear the whole song. We're going to get this message today. <laughs> and it's the first time doing this. So I'm, I'm going to work on it. Don't call me a stand, though. A stand is like <laughs> someone who cannot say their artist, oh. artist sucks or whatever. Right. Like, I love Tory Lane. This, this, there are a couple times... Or a couple of songs he has, I'm like, this ain't it, dog. Mm-hmm. Like this. I feel like I can't. I can't even really call myself a stand for many artists. They. I feel like I stand for older artists because no. some people you just can't. I'm, I'm you can't tarnish their name. The only person I stand for is Michael Jackson because he made phenomenal music. That's not definitely. A, he only got one bad song in his catalog. Now I one. stand for people like Michael Jackson. I stand for um, like the Anita Baker and. I stand for things like that. Because J. Cole, my favorite artist, but Lord, I know he got some terrible oh, Square stand all day. What? You can't say nothing about Cole to Square. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. And so, like, he, had, I remember Disgusting. J. Cole had a song called Disgusting. I don't know if y'all remember that song. That song was terrible. Did you bring that up to Square? I just want to see his reaction. I really just want to see You know what? I really should. Because that song was, he said something about, we the shit. That's why we keep clogging up the toilet. I'm uh... like, Come on, no. dog. <laughs> Come on. Come on. You know, Cole fans, I mean, it's like, okay, it's fine. We're going to let him slide on that one. It's okay. Come on now. His first album, when you look back, his first album, arguably, is his worst album. Hold on. Whoa. 
wait, how you jump? Wait, we went too far now. What album? The Sideline Story. You said that's his worst? Compared to Sideline Story, Born Center, Forest Hill Drive, and the new one, KOD. We can, it's an, it's a way to say it. It's it's called growth, you oh, know? Can you say growth all you it's want? It's called growth, but, and, 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 because day, it really is. But Sideline Story, we're not going to harp on um, I, Can't I say, Get Enough, Workout, Lights, Please. I say it was a lights, bad album? Please, I say it was uh, a bad album? Damn near. Damn near. I say that. I say it's his worst album. Wow, I'm offended. That's like, yo, that's like that's like saying Kobe worst season. Like his last. Nah, man. Like, I don't even want to hear that. Like, Kobe had every every season was good for Kobe. Oh. Or Michael Jordan. Not actually Michael Jordan more so. Come on now. So you're trying to say his worst. His, he doesn't have a worst album. I'm going to say that. Everybody has a worse album. No, come on now. That's like, come on now. That's like okay. Let's because I li- I love all of his albums, so I'm not gonna be like, oh, this one was terrible. Like, no, and I don't like to. I don't like to. I'm not gonna compare his album. I mean, you can obviously, but yeah. I just feel like each album meant something completely different. different. Yeah. So it's like, how can you? It's because cool. the message he wasn't trying to make it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's not American Horror Story where we're not, we're now combining Coven and Murder House. I don't with, watch that the, show. You know, one doesn't have anything to do with the other. Hey, look. So it's the same thing. Sideline Story ain't got nothing to do with Forest Hills. Forest Hills ain't got nothing to do with Born Center. I, I told you this. Don't don't. I watch anime. Don't be for all my AHS fans <laughs> out there. You know what I'm talking about. It's still, it's still, like, it's not his best. <laughs> to my album. Son, but what I was saying. Yeah, like if you rank, if you rank all his four albums, it is is at the bottom. Wow. That's not saying it's a bad album because I like, feel like yeah, that's like trying to rank Jay Z Jay Z albums. We will say the Magna Carta is probably his worst well, album. But we're gonna, but Reasonable Doubt will always be number one, and I don't care. And even Jay knows this because it's not even on Apple. It's only on title. Hey, we had this argument slick. about Blueprint. Blueprint, blue. No, I'm not going. Yeah, I give it to you. Yeah, yeah, I, give it to I would you. say Blueprint, but, it, but Blueprint, but, it's a close runner. But like, it, 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 once you rake in people who consistently give you great body of work, at some point something has to be at the bottom. Look at Kanye. Like we have to, we have to put a Kanye album at the bottom. I feel like what I'm hung up on is just saying that it's because in my mind, worse means like it could have been better. You oh, no, know what I'm saying? I mean, he, so when it's like, area, you know what I'm saying? Worse to me better. is like, it could have been better. Yeah, it could have been better. But like, you have to you have to take into consideration the time period it came out. This was his very first album, what it took for him to get here. The, yeah. the mixtapes leading up Context to this. Context matters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like everything... It's around cool. it all that is and cool considering the it's context still not, it's still the you fourth. know sideline story <laughs> might be at the bottom of Stevenson's list but it doesn't mean it's the, that Jermaine could have delivered more because he gave it all I like love that had. album like, this he gave us Cold World Cold World right, right, Cold right, come on yeah, now. come on he yeah. gave us Can't Get Enough he right. gave us in um, the morning Rise and Shine da, 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 da. yeah like come See? on so like I'm not saying that album's terrible we have to rank it somewhere okay. it's number four. Oh, okay that's like, come on, like, that's like you have to rank a Kendrick album. Something has to be last, even though all his albums are good. Something has to. I mean, be well, last. I'm a good one. I'll put something neck and neck if I just feel like it's like that. See, nah, see, I'll do. See, okay, nah. yeah, this we was... do this. We do this because we want smoke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I, but you know what, Steven said, like that's you're the Charlemagne, like, and we need that. You know, hip hop needs that though. You so, gonna say what you mean, how you mean so, it? Exactly. That's what it so, is. Come on, I, we want smoke here. I, okay, not we. I want smoke here. If I say something, I mean. I know. Hold on. So we are gonna get into it. So you have take care, right? Take care. Take care is to me. Right. His best okay. Album, then so far gone, but that was that, that was an EP. Yeah. That was EP. So um, thank me later. Take care. Mm-hmm. And then he dropped a few singles in between there, like signs. I don't really like those. Um, 
And then you had nothing was the same. Actually, well, before that, you had if you're reading this, it's too late, I believe. No, no, or was that after? Nothing after. Was the same? After. That was 2015. 2013 was before that, which is nothing was the same. So, yeah, nothing was the same. And then you had if you're reading this, it's too late. And then you go on to. Future and the future project he had. Called. Yeah, but see, I'm not really counting. Yeah, I don't count that, but that came out you know, after. Yes. Yeah. So it was. I'm v- talking about just straight up Drake albums. Okay, then so after reading this, it's too late. Views. Right, like I said. So <laughs> my bad. Um, <laughs> after views, you have more life, uh, more life, and then Scorpion, and then of course Scorpion. So in between those, you know, you had his singles that he dropped, you know, like Diplomatic Immunity, and um, what was, you know, you have for free special. somewhere in there, but albums, that was, straight that was up, actually DJ Khaled's albums. But Drake was still on yeah. it, like how you were gonna count Future and Drake. Yeah. I'm not doing all that. Okay. That was a song. That's the one you just mentioned. That so, because I'm talking about just everything, the odd and end things that he did in between. Uh-huh. But what we're talking about is straight up Drake albums. Mm-hmm. So his 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 How repertoire. I mean, obviously, take care is number one. Okay, that's okay. that's just fact. That's, 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 that's big facts. Big okay. facts. Okay. But after that, I don't. I I think he. I just think he wanted to do something different. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you go on and you hear now he's with he now he's working with Two Chains. Now he's working with Big Sean. Now he's doing a little bit more rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I don't. I don't know. Like. Hey, yo, look, look. We want smoke here. Yeah, that's that's how we want smoke. How would you rate those six albums? Take Care is number one. So Take Care is obviously number one. Uh huh. Number two, I would definitely have to say is um. Yikes. It depends on my mood. But I would have to say um, Nothing Was The Same will definitely be my number two. And if you don't know, that is definitely, it starts out with Tuscan Le- uh, Leather. His best intro if song, you, period. Yeah, period, period, period. period. I remember One of his best songs ever, period. Yes, yeah. And if you listen to it, um, someone told me that actually the album was meant to be listened to back to front. So if you go back to the last track never heard that. Um, and listen to it from the bottom up. Who told you that, a Drake stand? You know what? <laughs> Because so, I didn't know it was Kendrick album down. You're supposed to listen from back to front. That may be true. I'm still till this day, I'm still dissecting down. Yeah, because he released a collectible edition last year where you're supposed to listen to it from back to front. And yeah, that's what I heard about nothing was the same too. Somebody no, out there knows somebody, exactly somebody what I'm talking about. They try to make Drake deep. Drake never been that deep <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, seriously. I think it has something to do with like just instrumentation of the beats. Anyway, okay. So take care number one, nothing was the same, number two. Um, definitely number three spot would have to go to if you're reading this is too late. Right, so I'll talk three the same. Um, number four would definitely have to be. I almost don't even want to throw Thank Me Later in there because I feel like that's just that's kind of like an extension of So Far Gone in my opinion. What's his debut album? Um, it definitely is his debut album, but also one of his best mixtapes was Comeback Season, in my opinion. So I mean, we could throw that in there because I mean, mean, no, no, it's only, we only do that album. You can't do that. Okay. But also like. Thank Me Later had like Unforgettable with Jeezy. Very true. It I love that Aaliyah like, sample. It had um, karaoke. Who karaoke. It had um, Show uh, Me unf- a Good Time. time. Oh, that's my favorite song on the album. Up All Night? Up All Night Good with Nicki. When Nicki was actually dope, Nicki killed that verse. She did. She yeah. killed she that verse. That. She on. murdered that. And so you had the Alicia Key feature on um, Fireworks mm-hmm. with... um. What was it? Resistance? Well, that's a... Yeah. Talking about he got robbed? Like, come on. That album... Fancy. Fa- shut it. Basically, that was nothing but hits. Okay, so Thank Me Later. Definitely, four. I feel like <laughs> that four. will come after you. Yeah, if you're yeah. reading this, is too late. So top four the same, so... Um, and then after that, I didn't see... The, here's my problem with well, More Life. seven albums, my bad. Here's my problem with More Life. I feel like it was kind of... I only have a few, you know, singles that I like from there, so... I like the Lose You record. I like um, Can't Have Everything. Mm-hmm. Glow was trash to me. 
Since way back with P&D was amazing. I'm tired of fake love. Do Not Disturb is cold. Nothing's into some things. And he also sampled um, Snow Allegra on this album. Yeah, her, her song. Um, I do it? not like KMT, KMT, I think it is. Kiss My Teeth, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like I can get hyped. It's just, I don't know. I, it just wasn't my cup of tea. All right. This, the overall sound of it was my cup of tea. No. It didn't really give me too much to work with. No. It had, he was he was a little, he was a little sad, um, but you know, yeah. no, no, no. that's kind of at the bottom for me. Right. Out of twenty two songs, I can I only listen to like 14. 14, 15 years. But old. when you think about it, for an artist, that's a good chunk of music for to the like. audience to like. You know? Yeah, but this is Drake. When, if, you're, if you're top three, it has to be more than sixty seven percent of your your, your album because you top three. I don't even think it's though with Drake. I don't even think he was sweating it. And views, I did not like views at all. Views was not a good album to me. Views was boring. How are you gonna start off with? I just can't. Yeah, be I friends. don't. Yeah, I don't I think don't that he should have started off with anymore. "Keep the Family Close." No, I like the song. Yeah, I like the song, but that wasn't. That's not how you, you know, introduce now, this album that we went. Let's with. paint this picture. The album dropped. Views. Album dropped in 2016. In October, was it late? Like late 2016. But I'm gonna yeah. tell you what I like. I like you with me. You with me is cold because. It stood out to me. My bad. Hold on, wait. Before you start. What? He dropped this uh, album in, in April 29th of 2016. So it was kind of like early 2016. Yeah. Why would Now, before you get to your point, for an album that sounds like that belongs in the winter, why would you release it at the end of spring to the start of summer for an album this slow pace? This was a winter album. If you were to drop this album in October or September mm-hmm. or even November, this would it, it would have fit the mood way better. Because we all got seasonal depression around this time. That's, I see what you're saying. That's true. That's true. Um, I feel like people harped on it. I feel like they gave it a bad, they gave it a bad rap. I it love was. You With Me was dope because he sampled DMX and he sampled um, no, How's It Going Down. No, no. I'm not giving that man because he said you toying with it like a happy meal. Shut no, up. No. Shut up. <laughs> that's a struggle, boy. This man said you get green. I get green like Earth Day. Come on, bro. You. T- but he, gets, <laughs> he can say that. No, he cannot. Kendrick don't even say shit. He like can that. say, but he's not a Kendrick though. And we yeah, but you top you three. I don't look. I expect that kind of line from Little Pump. Okay, so he he might have some weak bars. Or Trippy Red. He might have had some weak bars in there. And but we are so, going to give him respect for reaching back and pulling out that classic DMX song, How's It Going Down? Uh, yeah. uh, me up. It's funny because DMX uh, actually uh, should shit on Drake and Drake like called him yeah, and just showed appreciation and that. But, but that's still a great song. Feel No it, Ways, I really didn't like it first. I had to grow into that. I love that song. I had to grow into that. Now I love it. Um, hype, hype, I love. Fire. Love it. Western Road Flows, Amazing. love it. Amazing. Mary, good Mary sample. Um, Redemption is a little too sad for me. I usually don't listen to it, but it, I do. I do appreciate it. Um, with you, I didn't really care for. Faithful, I you know I could get into that. Still here, love that one. Controller. Wait, wait, wait. wait before before we skip back. Faithful. Yeah. When it first came out, without when it first People leaked, without like, division, that song was cool. But when yeah. division got on the end of it, yeah, that's what gave. I was like. That gave that little extra spice on that little song. Material oh, top. Oh, that song. Yeah. That one made it good. S- still here. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Control I like that. I love that song. I'm sick of one dance. I am. I, really I am. ain't a one dance. You know what's so crazy? That's that. That's that's that song was already out by by Kayla. He he just remade it at his verse and just and just. But of course, his is gonna get you know yeah. more play. Cause, but this song, I think the song the song was already out for like a couple years before. Wow. Yeah. Views. Yeah. I love I love how he sampled that um old gospel group on yeah. views. That's when, but I, th- I still thought it was cool. And then Hotline Bling obviously closed the album. It right. was it was a hit when it came out. I ain't gonna diss the song. Right, I like right, the song. We a all lot. know it's a hit. We just kind of skip yeah. it. But like that album was is not that good. 
like the quality we can match the quality of more life the tracks on more life the I just really like some of the songs that I picked out and I said that I really I really rock with those songs so for me I was like I'm happy that you put this together and, but the arrangement could have been different you know but just the bars could have been better I ain't gonna let no man say you keep touring with it like a happy meal girl why you always want to argue at cheesecake I love going to I'm trying to get this green like Earth Day. You just, I just made a whole poem out of just terrible ass Drake bars. But it's just like, I don't think he was aiming for that. You know, I feel like his aim was like, I'm not trying to be a lyricist, really. I'm not. I'm just having fun with it. It was like a really lighthearted, airy type Lil, of feel. And Lil I like Uzi has fun with all his all his songs, and so don't give me shit like oh that. You <laughs> can sit up here and compare. New paddock <laughs> on my wrist. White double in the shit since Frank. Yeah, come on. Oh. Come on. This man dead ass telling, telling this girl, you two opinionated. Yeah, that song is irritating. You know what? Drake is actually a butthole in a lot of these songs. Just say but it. But people don't, you know, people don't really, you have they don't potential. catch it. They don't catch it. You have potential. I could have shaped it. Yeah, he needs to be slugged. You so, you keep, you, you act such like a baby. Ugh. You need to You need to listen to your elder. He giving off real narcissist vibes. Take someone your age. <laughs> right now by telling her this shit? He's very contra- he contradicts himself in a lot of his music. That's, that's why he can't find love. That's why he keep making these same ass songs. At least he got a baby out of it. How have we how have we been feeling about everything going on? I, I don't know if you follow T.I. on Instagram, but T.I. is very boisterous and opinionated and stands very firm in what he believes in um, the messages that he For tries sure. to convey to, to his audience. For so sure. Let me say this about T.I. When T.I. write them long-ass captions, them dissertations that he write on, on, on IG. <laughs> oh, dissertation. He write, the way he write is how my professors think they talk. <laughs> this man used the biggest word for everything. It's so funny. Let me not hear removed. Let me add displaced. Right, right. It's even funnier when you hear him saying it, though. The callous of your statement is I so outrageous. Tip, tip. The callous of your statement is so outrageous, and therefore... And then you put his accent on top of it, it's just like, bro. And he speaks so slow. I know, because he don't want to trip over his words. I'm like, bro, you low-key just just reciting the dictionary at this point. Hashtag us or else. I really just appreciate, you know, him and how he... um, He really just uses... I, I love people in the public eye who use their platforms for good and they realize like okay well if I say this then maybe you'll listen maybe you'll pay attention yeah. and he spoke on how um, you know voting is so important please everybody go vote yeah. number 6 I ain't gonna lie if y'all don't vote on the 6 boy I'm pulling up <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling up I'm tired we of y'all we throwing them we throwing them y'all post on Snapchat y'all lip syncing songs I'm tired of when y'all y'all do that y'all y'all show on Snapchat your way y'all driving to I don't give a f- where you whipping in it too bro y'all be on Snapchat showing y'all at the library I don't give a f- you study I'm studying too y'all be okay, come on you be on you be on the snap talking about you want a boo shut the you horny. Like, come on, bro. Like, come on. Yeah, I better see some snaps of y'all at the pose. I ain't playing with y'all. Right. I ain't playing with y'all. Yeah. I will pull up. Dead Seriously. I will pull up. Seriously. Pull up. Seriously. <laughs> this is ghetto. <laughs> Please go vote, everybody. It's very, a, on a serious note, it's very serious. Um, You know, we, we have the power to really make a huge impact and use our voice in a way that matters and where it counts. Um, This is something that people that came before us fought for us to do. As you know, it took women a long time to even have this, even have this right. So, you know, I know it may take some time out of your day, but it's honestly something that will change not only your future, but, you know, those that come after you. So, you know, use this right and, and use your voice and make it heard. You know, don't just complain on Twitter. 
you know what I'm saying? Actually get up and make make something happen and just do your part. Um, if you need transportation, um, I know that iRide is offering free rides tomorrow. You just have to call and schedule them. Um, if you don't live in the area, find out where your local precinct is, where you can go and do what you need to do. Um, and hop on Google, you know what I'm saying? And look up some of these people that are running for these positions and make sure that they, their thoughts and their policies align with your own and make sure that you agree with them. Don't just be voting for any and everybody. Um, make sure that you have a good idea of who oh, these people cool. are because yeah. they're going to be um, pretty much in charge of your future and, and what's going on in your life and your community. That's cool. That's cool. She gave you that whole spill very diplomatically. Y'all pull up, dog. Oh I ain't playing with y'all. Pull up. Oh, my goodness. I will be right there outside of the polls, bro. I better see Snapchat. Nobody want to see Stevenson. I better see some snaps. I better see some IG pictures, some IG stories. Y'all at the polls. I ain't playing with y'all. This is important. Please go vote, y'all. This is important, man. Please go vote. You do not want to hear his mouth. Y'all ain't come out and vote y'all want to vote for Harambe. <laughs> and that's not funny. And Hennessy. And it, it, I forgot about yeah, that shit. Yeah, people put Hennessy on Y'all really stood in line for three that's, hours to vote for Hennessy. That's childish. Wow. <laughs> Pull up. That's all I got to say. Well, now let's get back to more diplomatic diplomatic means. <laughs> <laughs> Had to switch up the tone a little bit. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> the switch up too crazy. <laughs> the switch up too. What? The flow is amazing. Wilding. But the switch up. Right. <laughs> Ooh, a bar right there. But you know, you know, very last thing we want to talk about today, you know, it's um, so, are you, are you, are you want to shit on Quavo album right quick to boost up? You want to do that? Go I ahead. I mean, I want to do Go that. Ahead. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> that album was disgusting. <laughs> it was grotesque to listen to. I would have a better time listening to slugs who crawl on the ground for an hour. Overdoing it. I'm dead ass serious right now. <laughs> I'd rather hear Butterfly try to talk. Mm. Come on. Mm. I would rather watch. Mm. Mm. Don't get me started. Mm. That Cravo album was pure shit. Dang. That Takeoff album, Dang. mediocre. I feel average. like you putting Quavo's in negative. Oh, yeah. That's Quavo album by far the worst album of the year. By far. Mm. If, he, if album, Quavo was sitting right here right now with us, what would you say to him? That album was trash. <laughs> I ain't, uh, I ain't, I ain't, right, right, I, right. I'm not yeah. gonna cut, cut no, a short no, no, Yeah, don't, no, nah, don't but, sugarcoat now. I mean, uh, if he whooped my ass, I mean, I, I could press charges. <laughs> but like, I'm gonna let you know, bro. I'm right here with it. I'm right here. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna swing it out, but if I lose, I know I got some charges. I got, I, I got the cops on me. But come on now, come on. You know me. Yeah. Nah, don't sugarcoat. He feels like you. So, I definitely think he could have did a better job. Way better. I, I'm like, this is the what same, was the point? This is the same man everybody wanted him to make a solo album for the past three years. Mm-hmm. He finally gave us one. It's the worst shit ever. Right. This man said she lit. She 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 like a I candle. Know, I know. She lit. I know. I know. And his lyrics were very childish you know I feel like a little kid could have came up with these he could have kept this album I'm gonna say that he definitely could have kept this album it didn't add anything to my life and you know what's so bad the takeoff album's not even is is mediocre as shit. Yeah, it's in comparison. In comparison. To now I'm not saying it's bad. Right. Oh, I'm not saying it's good. It's all right. It's like I'm gonna say this. I expected more. I definitely expected more from takeoff. I did too. Cause like the bars are there, but it's just, it's just something was missing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. That's why they, that's why they grew. I was literally why just about to say they. That's, <laughs> that's why, they why they're fire. You know, together. Yeah. I think Offset. Well, I've always felt like Offset was the one who had the most potential to make a solo album because not only he has what's the, the, the attributes that make successful trap albums, that's what he really is. Mm-hmm. The flow and the charisma. Mm-hmm. He has those out of 
the three. The best flow and the best charisma. He can add some, he has a little it's factor to it that be like, there's a little bit of, of drip in this mother- Right. I don't know what right. this is. Right. And it's just like, and plus the way he can just change his cadences, and it might sound the same all the time, mm. but he's saying, but you never, of all the offset feature, have you heard? Have you ever, ever heard a really bad, bad one? A no, bad one. I, no, I haven't, but I'm be honest. It's, it took me a while to even figure out to differentiate their voices. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, who is this one? What is, and as time and on, I feel like they each found their own kind of style. And they and, all work together. Right. Well. But they're best when they're together. together. Yeah. But I feel like, I always feel like Offset is the one who can make the best solo album. I've heard but, that, but a lot a lot of people feel like Takeoff has that, you know, ha, 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 he's the best Migo. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. Have you ever had that one ex who had no ambition, just stayed home, just ate some chips and popcorn, watched Jerry Springer all day, Murray nah, show. I, I can't really relate Co- to that. Oh, nah? so Not you know, that specific. Nah. I, oh, see, I, I, I'm just I'm just talking shit right now. For sure, for sure. <laughs> but like, come on. Like, it's a straight up bum. Dang. And you finally got you got that one, your new partner. Dang, a straight I, straight I can't bum. even say I know what that's like, straight but I, I hear you though. Straight bum. And that's when your new partner work at McDonald's as a cashier. <laughs> That's a huge ass upgrade I, from the you bum. You coming for somebody right now? Somebody listening? Like, dang, that low key was kind of. That's like, talk about me, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, that what happened. You, 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 your upgrade was from a, a partner who ain't do shit and pay no bills mm-hmm. and cook and clean and and pick up a drawing. To someone who's still kind of whack, but he got a little bit more than the last. A what? To someone who got not he or she, he or she, right? Right. Someone who just hello, can I take your order? Right. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. You make it look. <laughs> come on, come on you now. looking at it like, man, you know what? You ain't shit either, but you better than my ex. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. That's the, that's the Quavo and Takeoff album. Dang. That's, the, <laughs> that's a Quavo and Takeoff that's album. That's terrible. It makes it seem like, dang. So basically, both of their albums was trash. No, 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 no. <laughs> Quavo album, Takeoff Take album. Takeoff just had a little, his trash was just a little bit better. It, it, it was what I heard. It was much more polished. <laughs> polished trash. You know what? Quavo album was like like that shit you see out front where they have all the furniture that nobody want no more. Oh. It's still usable. <laughs> if you want it, you can get it. You can refurbish it. But do you really want it though? <laughs> Quavo album is the shit that like it's, it's like it's like um when you have a baby, you changing the diaper. Mm. You don't want that shit. Right. You just want to put it in a bag. Throw it and, out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't even want to deal with you it. You don't even want to go back to it. At least, right. at least with the shit you see outside of people are like, ooh, that's a nice color. Ain't no Wait. need to go back. You know what? I might have to check that couch. I can fix that shit up a little bit. Just put a sheet <laughs> over it. Right. Put some Fabrique fabric set on it. <laughs> that's the takeoff. And call it a day. And call it. So, like, you're you, you going to give it a second look because right. it's, it's cool. The Quavo album don't. that. <laughs> he could have came harder. Way exactly. harder. Exactly. Way, Way harder. harder. Way harder. So, in the end, they should not be making solo albums at all. Offset obviously is coming out <laughs> with one because he's the last one left. So he right. obviously he's is going to drop before the year ends. I'm almost nervous to hear it because I'm like, well, yeah. Well, look, I'm I'm a pessimist, but actually I'm kind of optimistic right now. Because if when it Quavo, comes to Offset because you're an Offset fan. And that too, but not only that, but there's a trend, if you mm-hmm. notice. Quavo album was trash. <laughs> Takeoff album was, ab- was all right. Mm-hmm. So this next album, Progression, it got to be good. It got to be good. It's going up. It's going up. Time will tell. And it's it's, it's dropping this year. I guarantee it. 
There's no reason. There's no reason to wait until next year. Cause I feel like next year they're gonna drop a new album as mm. a group again. Now that's, that's what I want. That's, they need to redeem themselves from culture too. So they do. That's that's the <laughs> that's the marketing plan I would go with. Mm-hmm. Each of them drop their their album solo albums at the end of this year, mm-hmm. and around March between April to oh, let's say October, mm-hmm. you see a new Migos album. I believe it. That makes sense. That's that's the mark because you because QC. Who you know QC? He's quality the control, quality right, right. control. He's the their model is strike wise hot. Mm-hmm. They're hot right now. That's why they dropping these albums. Which is why having Cardi under QC is probably one of the smartest moves they, can they ever make. did. Yeah, I mean, okay. Like, also, well, City Girls. Shout out to City. Girls. City uh, shout out to City. Hell yeah, man! Shout out to Dade County, man. <laughs> but not only that. But once you, once you strike when the iron's hot, mm-hmm. we're talking about them now. Right. It don't matter how bad the album was. Mm-hmm. We're talking about it. It's going to lead into the next Migos album. You know what people right. going to say? Man, they finally got back together. Mm-hmm. About to get some heat after them trash-ass shits. Good marketing. Great. Eminem gave us three classics. Mm-hmm. Last past four son albums. I've not been that good. That's true. But we he get his bad that, chance though. every chance yeah. we get. You know why? Because he gave us classic mm-hmm. after classic and another classic. And, I mean, it depends, on, it depends on the artist. It depends on a lot of different things. Drake gave us a classic, a near classic, and one of the best trap albums of this decade. And So Far Gone. I have to add So Far Gone on there, too. Right. That's a classic. So he has literally two classics, an EP, um, Take Care. I consider Take Care a classic. Mm-hmm. The near classic is, is um, Nothing Was the Same. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're reading this, it's too late. One of the best trap albums of this decade. Really? A lot of people were saying that they thought that if you're reading this, it was too late. It was it was split. I was hearing so a, a little bit people, of blows. A lot of people have, um, it's interchange, but I prefer yeah. Take Care. Yeah. Way more. I do, too. But so like but so like when Drake Drake can drop Scorpion you're like man this shit trash whatever Drake album drops he now I'm listening to it because right. he 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 has earned that he's in demand not he's, he's in demand he's in demand he's earned the right for me to listen to him because right. he 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 has gave me such quality music over mm-hmm. a long period of you time you want to hear the curiosity kills the cat you want to hear it because once I'm not curious about your music no more that's when you as an artist you're dead exactly yep. Look at mm-hmm. look at Wale. I love Wale. No, 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 no. People are like, hey, yo, that's that new Wale. Yeah, I ain't gonna check it out. Right. <laughs> people don't, and that, that's just like a whole different conversation. Whole another ball park. Wale is an amazing creative, but like the thing with Wale too is, I think that his music, from one, isn't really pushed as, as much as everyone else is. No. Um, two, you know, I mean, you know, we know that he complains to Complex about that and. You complain about the media a lot. Yeah, he he definitely he hasn't, done, he hasn't done that recently. Yeah, I'm the, glad he kind of chilled. The stigma is still there. That. Yeah, it definitely is. And and just people don't they're not listening for that. You know, Wale is a storyteller, and I feel like people don't, don't even a lot of his new songs now. Black pride, really black, and it's sad. People heard, don't even want to tune into that. Have you have you heard his three his three EPs he dropped? He the dropped. last the last thing from Wale I heard his body work was Blue Moon. Blue Moon that was that was the album he dropped last year. Yeah, he dropped he has dropped three EPs this year. Mm. Three. But All see three things like them. that you don't know you All won't good. know that unless you follow these artists. You know if you're a follower follower of Wale then you gonna know that dude dropped three EPs. But if you if it's not promoted if you don't see it online if you don't see it on TV you're not going to know. So a lot of people don't know and they don't. Honestly, listen. if he if he would have made those three EPs an album. It would have been a fire. First yeah. EP called is complicated. That's the soul for Wale. You get the the the, the, the R and B sample. Mm-hmm. You talk him got, talking about love, relationship, why he can't find any trust issues, all that. Mm-hmm. The second one is self promotion. That's that bar for bar Wale. Right. He's talking. He, he talking about his record deal getting dropped by Atlantic. He's talking about the Colin Kaepernick situation. He's talking about. 
just bar. He, he went to those deep topics and then he just straight out barred you with body, 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 freestyle, and Cassius, which is based off Cassius Clay Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. The third EP is um called Free Lunch. That's the there's not one deep topic on there. All I mean, I'm lying, there is. There's mm-hmm. one song. But the rest of those songs are bars. He has a song with J. Cole called My Boy. Absolute fire. You you haven't heard it? I haven't. My heart hurts for Wale at times because I just feel I know that he's Wale. talented, but he doesn't get the exposure. Wale. That, that song with J. Cole is so fun. Like, do you remember um, the first song they did together? That was with the little the cover art, the little boy was staring in front of the TVs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful Bliss. Yeah, Beautiful Bliss. When J. Cole arguably had the best ver not arguably, had the better version of that album. On that song. But the thing is, my point is people don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, people don't so know. So it's that. like you can't really have a conversation about something if not enough people are in the know about it. So that's why you don't hear about Wale as, you, as much as you, you might should. hear about a yeah. right, and you should. But it's yeah. just like that conversation isn't really created. I was just gonna make a whole new point because J Cole also bodied him on this new song right here. They gotta start doing songs together. They really because like J Cole, you know, like that's the thing. They've been working together. We just don't. Do. It's not pushed. I'm, they did. They, they did a song together on Friday really? Night. Lights. That's my junk. I love Friday Night Lights. One time, like just, just that's my. Yeah, you got it. Point. You got it. Okay. Yeah, Wale's on that song. He had a, his very, very last verse. Damn, see, that's how you know Wale don't matter. God damn. Yeah, sad. That's your shit. You definitely. Sad as <laughs> Come on now. So like, they I w- mean, he matters. I just. <laughs> you a damn liar. He matters. It's just the thing that to the to the mat the masses. You know what I'm saying? If you want, that's the thing. Like you have to appeal to the masses. You got to appeal to everybody. And if you're not doing it, then you I mean, I don't be know. talked about. You can still make. Look at her sweatshirt. I'm not. Oh, for sure. I'm not yeah. saying you can't make a. You you can eat. You still gonna be eating. I mean, you so just it, not might not be eating like. The next person. No, see, I think it's not. Even, and more so, pe- you gonna be eating. It's just that people when we when we constantly see you, we think you eating, eating. Like mm-hmm. you bringing in brakes truck type money. But like that's what I'm saying. It's not even necessarily about the money. Like when I say it's to eat, when I say eat, I don't even necessarily mean money. But like Wale wants that. He said time and like he wants he, that exposure. He wants to be seen and heard all the time and in the well, you know. Well, look, he gotta understand. He he he's not the type of person who. Gonna get that. His right. personality is not fit for be a star. It's, dang. it's just not. It's just. Dang. Am I? Am I lying? No, but it's just he's like too, dang. he's too upfront. He's too brash. There's only this. 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 Very few people who's like that. He's very honest, but he's also very laid back. Like he's not. You won't see him in the mix you too won't. much. You won't see him doing too but much. But when he spazzes off, he's gonna tell you. Every, he's telling you everything. Right. And people don't like that when it comes to these major companies. Mm-hmm. You gonna tell us? You gonna tell the, you gonna tell these? Not no, look, not even say people, buyers, mm-hmm. people who make us money. Right. How we really operate? Right. You, we ain't gonna promote you. Right. Come on, now. you can't be you can't be expecting to be pushed like like Drake, where you literally telling everybody mm-hmm. the whole world that they doing pushing more money here. They drop this artist. They did if, that. if you're raking in the, the the you know the coins and you're bringing in the, the zeros and. When people see dollar signs, and that's when they want to get behind something. Exactly. So that's that. So that's his fault. Like, you can't be willing to, you can't be airing out the dirty laundry and expect everybody to pick it up after you. Mm. Come on now. Right. But, you know, I love Wale music. <laughs> but, you know, we love Wale. I love Wale music. Like, Wale probably is in my top five. Mm-hmm. He's not in yours? He's not in I, I've always loved Wale. He's more. not in my top five. Damn. I love Wale, but he's not in my top five. Yeah. I would, honestly, my top five was 
Drake, not Drake, J. Cole, because she's my favorite. Kendrick, Drake, Wale was number four, and Mac Miller was number five. Okay. And then, you know, rest in peace, Mac Pass. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it's Tory Lane's now number five. Yeah. And then Meek at number six. The game hasn't dropped anything. Oh, recently. okay. We doing a top ten. Okay. Yeah, but the ask me. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out because Big Sean is in my top. I think Big Sean's number nine. You better uh, throw him in there. Yeah, you know, look, look. I just do it to troll. We scrapping. <laughs> but yeah, he's in my top. I put him at number eight, eight through ten, one of those spots. Okay. I know Tyler. Tyler's also in there. Yeah, I love Tyler. Tyler's so dope. It's so many people to choose from. I'm trying to think. I'm just yeah. gonna round it off. Do a top five real quick. Um, this definitely varies for me. Little Uzi's definitely in my top ten. I love Uzi. Okay. All right. Um. I don't know. It just depends, like, my mood, what I'm trying to listen to. But I definitely have to throw my classics in there. I would definitely give it a uh, a Biggie J pop. Oh, damn. You try- I-, I was talking about um, right now. <laughs> okay. You want to specify? Alive. Jay is alive. Oh, yeah, okay. Jay have to be in there. You said um, Biggie. Like, yeah, you got you to be alive. If we're just talking about modern day, my yeah. top five for modern day, I would have to say Cole, uh, Kung Fu Kenny, uh, Big Sean, um, who else? I'm a huge Scarface fan, but I know he's kind of like oh, yeah. a classic yeah, rapper. So um, yeah. I have like two left. Scarface, um, though, but to... he can't. He can't be in his top five right now. <laughs> Just for super classic. Um, dang, mm, who else is rapping? Sorry. I like Amine. I really I like Amine. Oh shit, Amine's I love Amine. Dope. Yeah, isn't he? Oh god. Yeah, really, I love Amine. so fire. Uh, you saw the video? The, yes! Dog. <laughs> I, I Super always, fun. I always forget. Um, who else is out here making? It's a, it's a lot of this. Go, I love Gold Link. Gold Link is so cool. Yeah, Gold Link. I would probably say that. Um, and again, that might change, but right now, that's that's how I'm. That's Smino. Smino, cold as shit. Oh, yeah, Smino. Throw him in there. Yeah, There's too many oh, artists. Oh, Mick Jenkins. I love oh, Mick Jenkins. Oh, God. Mick Jenkins is fire. Yeah, Yo, yeah. There's he, too many people. He, he, I can he. even put, um, we can put. Abso, Schoolboy Q. See, I've never, I ain't really never yeah, been no Abso fan. fan. See, you wildin'. But <laughs> Abso, I just can't get into it. Schoolboy Isaiah Q, Rashad. Isaiah Rashad. Isaiah Rashad. Was Rashad. Um, YG, I love YG. Woo! Go for, every, yeah. 21 Savage, I would put 21 Savage. You know who else is really making waves? Um, A female rapper, Kamaya. She messes with YG. Kamaya, yeah, I love her. I don't, I think, I think my problem with Kamai is that she she's stuck on one sound. She has to branch out to be bigger. And I mean, better. eventually she will, but I feel like now she just want to let y'all know this is what I got. This is what mean, I'm working with. Yeah, this is cool. what it is. I mean, repping er, for the Bay. It's cool. I, think that's I don't need what every song on. to represent the Bay, though. Like, <laughs> I don't need every song to represent Where you proud of where you from? <laughs> yeah. Well, every song, I got to be known to the Bay. But um, it's, it's, it's a lot of art. I like PMB Rock, Russ, when he not bullshitting. Yeah. You know what? People give Russ a bad rep. He's actually very talented. Yeah, he's just an asshole. Yeah, um, Damn, that's a, that's a lot. It's of, a lot of people. We not name it. People nah, don't kill it, us with it. Yeah, but we're all, I mean, it's natural. We're going to leave these people out. But, you know, that's just how it's laying right now. Stop rapping. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Stop rapping. But, you know, so is there anything you want to add, girl? You just over here Millie rocking. Yeah, okay, so um, the lowdown will be back in full effect. Um, I definitely will be working and talking to some some artists and people that I've talked to before and also new. Um, I, I got the feedback that I guess a lot of people thought the lowdown was just a place where we can talk to musicians, but it's actually a platform um, where we can talk to a little bit of everybody. So if you're a creative uh, singer, you don't necessarily have to be a musician. You can be a comedian. You can paint. Um, I just want to talk to creatives of all sorts. So we definitely will be back in full effect. More details coming soon. So just kind of be on the lookout for that. All righty. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for Miles for just coming out of yeah, nowhere. Woo! Should I? Wa- 
came out of nowhere. Ah, perfect time. That was that perfect was a surprise right yeah, there. Definitely. <laughs> but you know, you listen to the Culture Report. Again, I'm your host, Stevenson Altador. Thank you so much for listening. Bell Junet, if you know what that means, that means have a wonderful day. And I truly hope you do. Thank you.